0: Hey guys, it is Tristan with Nerd News Newsstand and I want to talk a little bit about an issue you probably heard about all surrounding Tom King. We're going to take a look at the tweets, but I want to approach this in a little bit different fashion because I think, I think Tom King is doing much more damage to his brand than he actually realizes and by association, DC Comics as a whole Now, if we don't know what's happening, we will go over it, but I want to talk a little bit before we even start about emotional memory. Now, there is a bunch of different types of memories and how we make them. There's conscious memory, there's emotional memory, there's episodic memory, there's semantic memory, but with the situation like this and how he is making people feel, it's only going to get Worse. Now, if you think about opening a Word document on your computer, every single time you open that Word document, it is the same as when you have saved it, correct? So, when it comes to our memories, every single time we access such memory, it is different. It is always usually in the way of getting more hyperbolic. So, if you are a hunter, and you shot a small deer, every time you open up that memory, the deer is gonna get bigger. If you got in a car crash, every time you open up that memory, the car crash got worse. It was much more, there was more glass, there was yelling, there was screaming. You see what I'm saying? Every time you open up that memory, something changes. So every time you open up this memory surrounding Tom King, whether it is you listening right now, me talking about it or the guy, the supposed guy in quotations, it's only going to make Tom King every time this story is told look more and more like a jerk. Your, your brain retains information about traumatic events and the feelings that are associated with it. It reminds people in a very smart way about important experience, whether it's danger right? Or something hot or humiliation. And it stops you from doing the same thing over and over again. We also have this persistence in our memory. I'm sure there is a memory of you in high school where every single time you access that memory, you cringe. Or a persistence in a memory such as every single one of us probably remembers where we at when September 11th happened. I remember exactly what I was doing. It's persistence. But the one type of memory I would say is most important here in this sense in this situation is mood-congruent memory. It is that feeling you get when retrieving such memory or thinking of a person or thinking of an event, that feeling you get. And, and this can be as simple as being at your comic book store and not knowing what you're gonna get and looking through. Titles and seeing Tom King's name on a book and remembering how mad that tweet, what we're going to talk about, or even this video, or thinking of his attempts to cancel Jay Lee. How that made you feel just by seeing his name and it's a loss for him and it's a loss for DC Comics and it's nothing that even good PR can do at this point because you're still likely to pass on. That title. Now I will tell you, I am not a Tom avid Tom King hater like some are. I do like some of his work. His vision was amazing. His Mister Miracle has been in my top three graphic novels ever for a very long time, ne- next to works like Kingdom Come. So I don't hate Tom King. I do feel like his Batman started off so strong to to end. On such a low note, losing half of its title, it went down an insane amount. It, it, the sales were down to seventy thousand, and then James Tinian comes back on and it's back over hundred and thirty thousand again. So let's talk about specifically what he said, but the damage is done. The damage is done. People will remember how this made them feel. And that's really unfortunate for DC. Now I know they are kind of pushing him in the corner, right? They had him on Rorschach, which is terrible. I dropped it, and I love Watchmen. They have, as a avid Batman reader, I read every Batman title. I drop Batman Catwoman because it's that bad. I'll just read James Tinian's Batman or Rom V's Catwoman. I don't have to read that title. It's bad. Oh, I was liking a Supergirl, but... is the last one I will be purchasing just because I won't support somebody that treats their fan base this way just absolutely there is no absolutely no excuse for what he did now let's take a look at the original tweet which is gone this is an archive link um he basically says love seeing people at cons okay but remember uh but yesterday we had a Rorschach cosplayer who took his mask off at the table. You think I swear a lot? What? Weird Flex, bro. You think I swear a lot in comics? You should see me in person. Um, After an impolite talking to, Rorschach was escor- escorted from the con. Wear your mask. We're not fucking around. Weird Flex sounds pretty derogatory in nature towards a person that in my mind, I want to think that he said Rorschach because he's writing Rorschach currently. That's why I want to think it, and not because when you go on, you know, the replies, it says, "Oh, of course, it was Rorschach. Of course, it was because you know Rorschach was known to be a, a, a this or that or an anti-masker, anti yeah." The the replies are ridiculous, but this is gone and since deleted now let's talk about the fallout or the truth to the matter if this person even ever existed which i find it very hard to believe that they did there seems to be some confusion about the mask no honey there's no confusion what you said is right here this was all we needed to know okay um Here's what happened. Mitch and I were signing at our booths at AwesomeCon, which has a strict mask mandate in compliance with Washington, D.C.'s indoor mask mandate. Thousands of people all wearing masks. Now, I did go over the CDC guidelines just to make sure I know it is different from state to state, and being not from that state, I wanted to make sure I knew the guidelines, and he is correct. There is an indoor mask mandate, whereas where I live, there is not. Also, I want you to remember that these cons are making you be vaccinated. So everyone's vaccinated, everybody masked up, everybody is going by the rules, right? We spotted a dude in a Rorschach jacket. He was a cosplayer before, okay? Not wearing a mask a few feet from Mark Booth, coming our way, okay? We noted this as kind of people helping us out on our line at the con. They went over and politely asked this dude to put his mask on. He ignored them and walked to the boot. I also want to add something here about comic book fans in general. And sometimes the writers may not understand this. There is a reason why a lot of us are avid comic book fans. A lot of people are on the spectrum. Let's be honest there. And usually there's some sort of, and I'm not saying for everybody. Maybe you just grew up on it and you love it. But a lot of us have a little bit of emotional damage and we find escapism within those people. We find something aspiring within those people. We find something that we're lacking within those people. And we love the heroics of it. For me myself, I've been open about my, my personal demons, right? So when I see a character like Ted Korn talking about you know, his, his issues with food something I look up to right so I want to say that you know a lot of cosplayers and I've done cosplay for years in the past um a lot of and booth babes were were there for a reason because they may be pretty but they may not be smart they may be pretty but they may not have the emotional stability that some other women have and it's just how it is. It's unfortunate, but it's just how it is. We're all a little damaged, right? We're damaged goods. Uh so so that's why I love Harley. Okay, it all makes sense. So, cutting the line, dude came up to us. We told him he had to wear a mask. I thought he was wearing a wash. Okay. Um to before talking to us, he seemingly was confused by this, and that's actually uh like dazed or son. That's actually what made me wonder if he had some sort of autism or something but finally he took out a thin Rorschach mask nylon stocking with ink uh, but didn't seem to know how to put it on it was tangled okay see what I'm saying if this is a true event and you're you're very detailed in it which makes me think it is not and it makes me think it was for clout initially then um I yeah You treated a a, a person that may have needed help terribly, which makes this whole situation much worse. We asked him to stand back from the booth while he figured out his mask. He didn't move. We asked again, didn't move. At this point, I sent some language his way. No regrets. That's a tough guy, right? Yeah. Cuss at your customers. He finally woke up a bit. Oh, Jesus. Like, if this is real, I feel terrible for this man. Terrible because clearly he was confused by putting his mask on, then something was wrong. Took a step back and put his Warshak Nylon stocking on. He handed us two booths. We signed them quickly. We didn't want him in our line with that mask. He walked off even though you're vaccinated and you're wearing a mask. And going over the CDC guidelines, I can't find anything that says that you are at risk with that. But again, I didn't go through them with detail. So I want to be careful with what I say. Oh, he walked away a few feet, removed his mask, and went maskless into the con. We were later informed that the kind people helping us at the con, as they were obligated to do, reported this behavior to the con management, and the dude was removed for violating the con and district policy. Now, I can tell you right now that that is a lie. I did email AwesomeCon. I have not heard back from them um, because I wanted to cooperate it with my own reaching out but I, I do trust Perch at hundred percent. And he went on to say that he did reach out to the con, right? It's that easy. The con is running smoothly. People are complying with their rules and having a good time. No incidents. And Like I said, I reached out for myself not because I don't trust Perch's word because I do, but because I want to make sure I do my due diligence understanding both sides of the situation and I understand it from the con situation. You have to oblige by the rules. People want to go back out there and have fun. Then you have to be, you know, you have to have your for something like this. You have to be vaccinated because it is a it's privately owned. They make the rules. They just do. That's how it is. So I I understand um from their side of things. What I don't understand from what I do not understand from is what in God's earth thought made Tom King think that it was okay to first lie, probably second lie. But even so, if we're going about this, like this is a real situation, what made him think that it was okay to treat a paying customer to the con who got vaccinated? who made sure they had a mask, even if it was in their pocket. Clearly, they were confused, and we don't know why. We don't know the context around that situation. With the context that we were given, what made them think it was okay to treat someone that way? When you are at a con, I know there's a whole big discussion about customer service going around in comics. When you are at a con, you are representing the companies and company you are working for. So Tom King is absolutely representing himself. It is only going to do him well to treat people well. Again, back to that emotional memory. If you have a fond memory of interacting with James Tinian at a con, you will likely enjoy his comics more and be a repeat buyer. Something like this with, I had an amazing time talking to Stephanie Phillips the other day. I will absolutely be supporting her future endeavors. She treated me like a person. She talked to me like a person instead of like a giddy schoolgirl excited for an interview. She was amazing and I will have that even if I don't remember what I asked, even if I don't remember in a year what day of the week it was or what I was wearing or what she was doing, I will remember that feeling of glee. And that is more important than remembering what Tom King said on Twitter or what his book even said. That feeling of happiness is worth is worth more to these companies than is something like being a okay with what Tom King said. And I don't think they probably were, but when you are at that con you are representing those companies. You need to be fair to those companies and not come back. And I, and I understand a lot of normies won't see this a lot of, you know, just uh, maybe normie comic book readers that maybe don't have a pull list, but they go in twice a month. Maybe they won't see this. It's, it's probably unlikely that a lot will, but the people that do are going to remember that you made them angry. That you made them feel for that person that was clearly confused. You made them feel like you like you wanted to give them a hug because you felt bad. Like here, here's a free hug, honey. Can I? I'll give you my autograph. It's not worth anything, but here, here. Let's just go have a coffee. You see what I'm saying? It's really sad that he did this. I'm like, I was disappointed with Jay Lee, but I. How can you get any worse, Tom King? How can you get any worse at this point? Anyways, I know a title that I'll be saving money on each month. I will see you guys in the next one. Bye-bye.